Emergency. Greg Cody Show Podcast. Emergency episode. Emergency episode. Emergency episode. Podcast. Greg Cody Show. Emergency. Emergency in it. It's an emergency episode of the Greg Cody Show podcast. We've only done one other of these in our history. And now here we come at you again. Why? Because the Miami Dolphins are exciting. They're interesting. They did something good. They're doing good things. So let's talk about it. How about that? This is a biggie. It is. This offense, like, I I love the pressure that they're putting on Tua with this move. Yeah, I love I love how serious when when a big like this is so big that we all have to stop being we have to take our party hats off and we have to break down some X's and O's like this is like the Dolphins have entered a conversation where we can legitimately break down the Dolphins now as a quote unquote contender. I saw a graphic on Twitter best receiver duos in the NFL. The Dolphins were on that graphic. Yeah, I just like like that is a victory. In and of itself, yep. as a as a lifelong Dolphins fan, I have never seen the Miami Dolphins on a graphic that says best duo. Like they've never like name a time they've right. never had two that were considered best in the NFL. And this is it's it's a victory, just in that. But obviously, the big story here is that this is putting this is accelerating the pressure on Tua, which is yeah. just awesome. For it's awesome from any aspect because you don't want to just linger like Ryan Tannehill. You want to find out if he's good, and we're going to do that. And and the the dynamic duo you mentioned, of course, are the newly acquired Tyreek Hill joining uh, last year's 100 plus catch rookie Jalen Waddle. And uh, I'm going to play the old guy and the old South Florida sports historian by saying the only other duo the Dolphins have ever had of this stature was the the famous Marx brothers, Mark Clayton and Mark Duper. Yeah. Uh, who helped make Dan Marino what he was way back in the glory days. So, um, you know, it, it's so weird. There's two things that in the past 20 years, you have rarely have ever heard me say. One is uh, saying to the waitress, no, thanks. I don't want another beer. And the other thing is saying, man, the Miami Dolphins are suddenly exciting. I mean, it, it's so unbelievable yeah. to, to even fathom, but um you know what they and by the way you know we did one other emergency podcast just a couple of months ago uh coincidentally about the dolphins as well when they um uh fired brian flores very unexpectedly and a big uh, scandalous lawsuit ensued and all that stuff but this is worth it this is worth an emergency podcast because the yeah. dolphins as you say have entered the conversation they're in the conversation yeah. now i i, I want to do something right now uh it's a point I want to make about an argument that I've seen a couple people making on Twitter. So I want to call my friend Alex Benson live on air here <laughs> and just like what I'm going to say to him will make sense for what my point is. Okay. Bear with me here. All right. Love a ringing phone. Yeah. We can tighten it up. It'll only be one ring on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Yo. Hey, can you talk real fast? Yeah. Hey, uh, all right, so we're doing an emergency Greg Cody podcast right now, and you're on speaker, so like, I just want to say something to that audience, and I want you to hear it. All right, for all the people out there that are saying, hey, the Dolphins gave up a haul, you shut your mouth, all right? This is not your time. The Dolphins have a good receiver now, and I'm excited. This, uh, this, these people out here trying to make a big deal out of 
two big picks that end up being what the 29th pick and the 40th pick if i get to be in the graphic for best receiver duo in the nfl i don't care about those two picks all right speak your mind okay one it's you're it's gonna hit it's gonna land because everyone's doing the hall take and <laughs> the hate posted yeah yeah <laughs> and uh i reposted like what you put what you put in your story on the mine and i'm getting raked over the coals and i am slowly backing off my take now. yes <laughs> i mean because like because like you were more looking at the round picks rather than like what pick numbers they were all right i love that you've taken the l i gotta go <laughs> congratulations on that for the winning uh i just want to like the I winning just, take I, I i just like if you're if you have covered this team this team is now more interesting we're quote unquote in the hunt you know yes. we get to really like they're gonna actually be talking about us on espn this i don't see how anyone who even if you don't like the dolphins this is good for like anything this is good for right. football but what's going on with kansas city though i think is the question well you know, Kansas City, they're going to be fine with Patrick Mahomes and, and they got Is it because uh, it's when you pay Patrick Mahomes that much money, you got to start letting some people go. And that's what you're seeing. Yeah. I mean, the Dolphins uh, have made Tyreek Hill the highest paid player in football with a quarterback size deal. I mean, one hundred and twenty million dollars is uh, at 30 million a year on average is gargantuan for anybody but an elite quarterback. Um, so they're d- definitely putting the money where the old mouth is in terms of saying that they're finally all in on Tua. But he was gonna get that though. Like, like if he went to free agency, somebody was gonna make him like he's that good. Like right. we're just in this time where if you're in that conversation of a top two or three at your position, when it right. comes time to get paid, somebody's gonna overpay that little bit just to get you because it's yeah that's for what sure. It takes. I, I I agree with that. But what interests me about the Dolphins is. Uh, putting it in the context of everything happening in the AFC. When you look around, um, Russell Wilson joins the conference with Denver. Deshaun Watson turns up in Cleveland. Matt Ryan goes to Indianapolis. You've got Mahomes in KC, Justin Herbert in LA. Um, you've got the the rise of, of uh, rise to power of Buffalo and Cincinnati, long downtrodden. You've got uh, AFC, Las man. Vegas getting Devontae Adams to, to give to uh, – Derek Carr. All of a sudden, the AFC is loaded, and it's almost it's, as if, it's just yeah, yeah. It's almost as if the Dolphins woke up a week ago and said, "Holy shit, we got to get into this race. We got to do yeah. something." And and yeah, the Dolphins were having a pretty stout off season before the last twenty four hours. Uh, you know, they'd gotten Cedric Wilson, who's a pretty decent receiver. Uh, they got a starting guard and Connor Williams. They got Chase Edmonds who's a better running back than they've had in a while uh, yesterday, or, or we're, we're recording this uh, Wednesday, Tuesday night, last night, they signed Taron Armstead, the offensive tackle who yeah. ESPN rated the number one overall free agent of any position. And Oh, by the way, now they get Tyreek Hill. Yeah. It's, it's, and they got the receiver from Dallas Wilson, yep. Wilson, Cedric Wilson. Yeah. Um, no, it's, you know, <laughs> I'm not into hyperbole. I usually understate stuff, but if you're a dolphin fan right now and you aren't damn excited, uh, you're in the wrong business. You don't deserve to be a fan. Yeah. You have to yeah. be excited Steph- about this. Stefan Diggs is, is tweeting. The hell is going on. I know. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, the bills are pretty damn good and they've gotten better this off season, but it's just like, I don't even care. We don't even need to be that good this year. Like, obviously I want to be, but it's really just about when you're a dolphins fan and you've been in this, 
middle zone that no one ever talks about you zone. This is like when I saw when I was at lunch and I saw it pop up on SportsCenter, even though we were interested with the Jets, I was like, all right, this is good. I don't give a shit what we give up. Like right. this is he's the type of the Dolphins have been this team in the past that like they go, they pay, overpay for like the guy that doesn't deserve it. Like this guy is nobody has speed like Tyree kill. So yeah. like, I'm, Oh, I can't wait to see these two a slants. These slant, these slants were good with Waddle. What are they going to look like with this Tyreek speed? Yeah. And, and Tyree kill is a, is a game breaker too. I mean, this guy's a touchdown maker. Um, he's, he's, I think we should call, I think we should call uncle Dick to see how he thinks. <laughs> he probably hasn't heard. He hasn't heard yet. And I think he, I think he face I think he Facebook statused about it. Oh, did he? Before he goes to bed, it's it's five p.m. He yeah, be asleep. I hope we're not interrupting his dinner either. Remember, he can't hear you. Oh right, okay. You were gonna be like, "Hey, Dick!" Right, <laughs> I was. Hey, hey, Uncle Dick. Yeah, hey, how you doing? What's up? I, did I did I wake you? <laughs> no, I go to bed that early. I know. I'm teasing. Um, <laughs> me me and my dad are recording the podcast and we we're, we're like calling random people to get their quick Tyree kill take like what are your thoughts on the Dolphins getting him oh, I love it if it's true uh, you know I've seen uh, where they're still negotiating and Ooh. whether it's a done deal you know? I, I love it until that the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted th- this is not a final deal Un- Uncle Dick is skeptical I'm going to tweet that out yeah that's so you don't trust you don't trust Adam Schefter. You don't trust Adam Schefter. Uh, no. All right, I'm with you. All right, but you know there is more than just Schefter. Yeah, no. Two other things I saw where it's not a done deal yet. So. Yeah, he he's really good though. I'm excited if it's true. Oh yeah, and Chase Edman and you know uh, Armstead guy and uh, the guy they got from Dallas. Uh, yep. Uh, Wilson. Yep. Yeah, they're making a lot of moves. I like. I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, Dick's Rough Riders fantasy team is going to have some dolphins finally. Hey, you never know. You never know. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, <laughs> by the way, the dis- and Uncle Dick, is a, he, he is a big pessimist. Like, he's the, like, of all of, like, us family dolphin fans, he is the biggest dolphins pessimist. So. Right. You know, even, even though he doesn't believe it, but he seems at least a little excited. Yeah. And, and- I, love, I love him. I love him just being like, nah, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. Right. Well, um, Uncle Dick hadn't heard the news yet, but the Greg Cody Show podcast can confirm that Tyree Kill to the Dolphins is official. It's actually been uh, the press release by the Dolphins themselves has come out, so there's no longer any um, uh, I want, equivocation on it. I want to break stuff for the Dolphins. The way Mike kind of did for the Hurricanes, I want to get in with the Dolphins. Who do, who yeah, do I got to know? How do sources work? Who's your source with the Dolphins? Say it, say it on the podcast. Yeah, right. Uh, you only sources are like uh, good friends. Uh, you don't need. I feel like you, a lot of them, but you gotta source, have some. Pick up a source like the way Chris Mortensen got in with like the Colts and the Mannings. Does he just like meet them at a bar one night and like he's just they're like, wow, Mort's a great guy, so I'm gonna give my information to him. Like, how does how do these people like how does Schefter make his connections? Is it like? Is he like at this point is Schefter so big where he's like, hey, uh, you give me this story, I'll give you a thousand dollars, or or no. is it more, or is it more just like massaging relationships over the years and like, I don't know, I'm just so like intrigued by this like game of breaking stories. Like, yeah, I back in the in- back back in the day, you could um, you could meet your source at a bar um, or in a dark alley, 
now if you did that <laughs> now if you did that uh, you and the source would be so popular that uh, people would take photos of you and it'd be tweeted out in about a minute and a half so i suspect most of that background work is done um online now and by text but um um yeah the the dolphins uh are really making waves which they rarely do this is so so out of character for them to spend big to think big to be daring to be bold and and they've done all of this stuff and and we haven't even mentioned that in mike mcdaniel they have a new head coach who and and i'll go to my grave thinking that brian flores didn't did not deserve to be fired having said that you know mcdaniel could be the next big thing we don't know yet you know he could be another kyle shanahan um you know he's he's an exciting hire i don't know if he'll be good because he doesn't have any track record as a head coach but he does by himself um, bring some excitement with him so it's a big time to be a dolphin fan i guess until the conversation comes up where it's like you know what do you do with the you know the incidents that tyree kill has had in his past and then it's just like that's why this stuff is all so hard with music and sports and off field stuff. Like, you know, right. I, I don't know what to do. Somebody tell me how I'm supposed to handle like all this situation with sports and like the dolphins having Tyree kill now. Yeah. Um, you know, it, this comes of course in the, in the context of the Cleveland Browns signing Deshaun Watson, who's got more baggage than uh, Samsonite, you know, with, with 22 lawsuits uh, still on his head, civil suits, I should say. Um, so Tyree Kill is not a perfect human being. And uh, in 2014, when he was still in college, he uh, was charged with and pled guilty to domestic abuse for striking his um, then pregnant girlfriend. And he was given um, several months of, uh, of probation and had to uh, do community service and all that stuff. And then again, in 2019, uh, he was investigated for uh, a child abuse accusation, but but nothing ever came of that. So he's had two incidents that um, make some people uneasy, uh, that give some people a little bit of hesitation, perhaps about the trade. But, you know, well, I mean, uh, th- that shouldn't get some people. Um, he was pled guilty to something that's pretty terrible like right he did no i wouldn't say that i wouldn't say there's a a portion of people that would disagree with that being a negative thing it's it's definitely a negative thing to me like trying to have a strong opinion about this stuff is so hard because these complicated these situations are so complex they are and so difficult and they're intersecting with sports and i don't judge anybody with how they act with this stuff as a sports fan because it's so hard yeah i i think you uh, if, if you're the dolphins or a dolphin fan uh, the only thing I would say is g- give this guy the benefit of a clean slate, you know, judge him by what you right. see now and moving forward and, and, and judge him by what you see on and off the field now and moving forward. But just because I wouldn't want to go to dinner with him doesn't mean that I can't be a little happy that he's on my football team because right. he's really good. Yeah, I would want to go to dinner with him because he'd probably pick up the check after signing a hundred and twenty million dollar deal. Um, and probably go to a great restaurant too, by the way. Can you imagine? That's true. Oh my God. That's he, true. he could buy Joe's stone crab down here. And I don't mean an order of stone crabs. I mean the restaurant. Um, but he's so dynamic, uh, 24 touchdown passes, um, just in the past two years. Uh, he's great on an end around he's great on gadget plays. Uh, he's had four punt return touchdowns 
in his still young career. He's he's had a kickoff return touchdown. This guy is a playmaker all over the field, and he and Waddle. Uh, and and by the way, when Devonte Parker is your third best receiver, you're pretty good. You're pretty stacked. Um, and their running game is going to be better. He might not even be. Cedric Wilson might be their third best. That's receiver. you know what? Cedric Wilson might be indeed. Uh, and Gasecki is a is a real offensive minded tight end. Yeah, so. Gasecki is their third best receiver, and then Wilson, and then Devonte Parker. Right. Yeah, that's 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 wild. That's a very argument, uh, very uh, arguable. You're right. It's crazy how it's crazy how nobody was really even with Waddle. There weren't people talking about the Dolphins receiving core at all. But you throw a Tyreek Hill in there, and poof, people are like, "Look at this receiving core." If you move right. everybody a slot down, it's just like, "Oh, okay, this is better now." Yeah, no, it's it's true. Like, and Waddle's now a two. You know, everybody's in their slots that they probably should be on a really good team. Right. And and by the way, with with more defensive attention to Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle's job just got easier. You know, he maybe now yeah. instead of the number one cornerback covering him, it's the number two cornerback. Uh, so his job just got easier and it trickles down. Um, uh, yeah, I think it's it's a dynamic um, effort by the Dolphins. And and this is a club that's that's had so many down years and so much controversy and, and they still have a controversy. Let's not forget the owners being investigated uh, by the NFL over an accusation that he tried to bribe Brian Flores into intentionally losing games in 2019. So there's a scandal percolating uh, and overshadowing the franchise, but what's going to be on the field this coming season seems, seems unquestionably uh, improved and very interesting for the first time in a long time. And this will overshadow the fact that we almost had Brady twice, it seems. Oh, God. Uh, that's a whole other story that's kind of just, like, gotten, you know, overshadowed. But yeah. I'm, like, I, I, I think the, the, the real message here, and, I, and what I want this to be, like, I want, I'm going to put, like, when I post this, like, this is the headline of this. It's a shit or get off the pot season for Tua Tagovailoa. Okay. It's, that's what it is. It's yeah. shit or get off the pot. It's, like, this, is, this team is all of a sudden – expected to contend this defense i mean we'll see what it looks like without flores here but we're keeping the same same like we're keeping the defensive coordinator right that was here right. so it's a shitter get off the pot yeah. that's the headline and that's yeah what the, i think that's what like that's what tyree kill brings it brings pressure for tua and we'll see if he can handle it yeah we we may have to sanitize that headline for the miami herald and make it poop or get off the pot but no, i'm uh, just we talking can... about on the tweet i'm just saying when we tweet this out like the headline's gonna say right. that quote dash me yeah, and and underlining this, we've barely mentioned uh, Tua Tagovailoa, um, who all of this is about, because what the Dolphins have just done is they've given Tua Tagovailoa every reason to succeed and taken away all of his excuses for failing. Um, that's, so, that's what shit or get off the pot means. Yep, yeah, exactly. And uh, <laughs> uh, Pod family, thank you for joining us on this special emergency episode. And we'll see you back uh, in our regular Monday time slot next week. Thanks. Podcast. Greg Cody Show. Emergency. Emergency in it. <laughs>